I was going to say I love chilaquiles, but my asshole does not, so there, I mean, that's in there. Please don't keep that as the intro. <laughs> I mean, it's... And please it's, don't keep that part as the intro. <laughs> I got all the power, dude. Um... <laughs> Friends apart. So, it, it very much depends on how spicy you make the salsa, right? So it's like yeah. it, it. It all comes down to the salsa because everything else, like you have your sour cream, you have your your uh, like ripped up chicken meat, you have your uh, like what else? You, you, oh, obviously your tortilla chips um, and guacamole. You have that. Cheese. You put in uh, chipotle peppers, the adobo peppers in there. Nah, you have that? No, so so first we, we don't get that. Every time I'm okay, that's you okay. can. I got it in Germany. I got it in there. You where the fuck did you get that? I'm pretty sure Rebe. No. Has, yeah, I'm pretty really? sure they have it in like the uh, the 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 international section. It's just like a small little tiny can. Fuck me, man. With okay. Like a pull top. Yeah, I mean, I okay. This is so. This is our third episode of 2022, and uh, possibly the last before Jason Spawn uh, sees the light of the world. Um, I, oh, I'm still gonna record. The baby's just gonna be in my arms. <laughs> <laughs> I think the level of conversation is still gonna be the same. <laughs> um, so. I'm not too fond of the chipotle taste, like the chipotle oh. chili taste. I don't like okay. the, it's like this weird mix of like pickled and spicy flavor that I, I like spicy things. I love pickled mm. things. Obviously, I'm German. We have the sauerkraut. Um, but I, I, I'm not too fond of the, of the whole chipotle thing. Um, like not, not the fast food chain chipotle i love that yeah that, that i mean i rules. think <laughs> i think like the the flavor the attraction there is like the smoky flavor because that yeah. kind of adds another dimension to your to yeah. your salsa uh, maybe if i would put it in a salsa maybe then it would be good like the way i yeah. did it before was i tasted just straight up um mm. and did not like it too much um i was thinking about pickling my own um chili that that's like a really weird just <laughs> term for <laughs> jerking it <laughs> um but like i was thinking about that because i like pickling and i like spice so i think that as long as maybe it's actually yeah maybe you're right maybe it's a smoky stuff that turns me off who knows i also maybe. don't like smoky uh, whiskeys like peated whiskeys i'm not a fan so well that's probably it then yeah <clears throat> anyway so yeah um uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. So, um, first of all, <coughs> welcome to Friends of a Podcast. Um, your classy source for news and everything relevant that has to do with German-Canadian relations. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm here with my man Jason. And there's a question that we haven't asked each other in a long ass time. What are you Ooh. sipping on? I'm sipping on. Uh, I got a. <sighs> Oh, that's weird. Um, I've got a, a tall uh, cold brew coffee from Starbucks with sweet vanilla cream in it. Mm-mm. That sweet vanilla cream. It's got the southern hit without the hit. <laughs> All right. All right. Without the beating. I don't fuck it up. And that's definitely, um, that's definitely no your first. Yeah, I think we... Yeah. I mean, you got to be ready. I'm experimenting. Yeah, you also got to be ready. I mean, you have to be ready at all times, basically. Now, you you can't get blasted. I mean, maybe your maybe your wife's about uh, your your fiance. Sorry, is about to to uh, hatch your your uh, my young offspring. Very very. <laughs> very I mean, come on, Don Don Draper was loaded all the time. <laughs> I could too. <laughs> yeah, right. And his kids turned out fine. Wait, he didn't have kids, so <laughs> yeah, but. Anyways, yeah, I'm trying, um, also trying to think because I uh, I don't know, See, yeah. seeing seeing if uh, the coffee gives me more more energy to to have more interesting conversation. Hmm. <laughs> well, know. let's see. I'm I so I b- before the podcast I drank like the very last sip of my um, Russian standard vodka. Um, it's so my my boss is Russian and uh, this is like Russian standard is like the 
the only non-Russian vodka that he drinks. Um, that says a lot. Uh, so he's like, for example, when when we we had a celebration together, um, he brought vodka, but he, he brought it in like a flask. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know which one it is, but it tasted real good. And I asked him, which kind of vodka is that? You know, like all the brands we all know. He's like, it's a Russian one. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, which one? I got it from a Russian store. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, well, hope I'm not going to die. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that was quite good. Um, no, because it's, it's going to be just a small bottle with Russian like <laughs> Cyrillic on it and like yeah. a bear wearing a hat. <laughs> You're like, okay, I know this brand. Yeah. And um, now I'm actually drinking something that my boss has actually um, recommended to me. It's Calvados. Do you know that? No. It's a, it's a French uh, apple brandy, basically. Um, Sounds nice. Yeah, it's, it's quite good. Mm. Um, I've had worse things. It, it tastes a little like... You know when you have like um, apple cider, like hard cider, and you um, mm. you have like this this like little funky taste like afterwards because of like the sulfur and all um, because of all the the like the fermentation process and stuff. Um, you kind of have that in there as well. It's like not sweet at all. It's just like mm. if you would take, I would imagine hard cider and just distill it probably that's what would happen yeah oh, okay yeah. interesting yeah it I, looks didn't like fi- I didn't find yeah i didn't find too many ciders in in germany like uh i mean you could get some like american brands like summersby if you really looked for it but that's not no. really cider anyways no we have like the british brands like balmers for example that's right yeah um, yeah that's right strongbow obviously we have that <clears throat> so um yeah, it's no, no, no. We 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 have them. They just cost so much. It's like you pay like mm. three euros for a bottle. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is which is normal price. For me. Yeah, I've yeah. That's I've I've warned my girlfriend already that. Um, I mean, thank God in the state that we're moving to in the U.S., uh, legal is eh, <laughs> legal is sweet. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. So <laughs> uh, weed is legal and. Um, so probably also cheaper than getting drunk <laughs> so maybe we have um, to switch to that like maybe compared to german prices i don't like the beer and stuff will be more expensive but i actually think like the liquor and specifically the american liquors because i know you can get like fucking some like Lidl brand vodka for three euros but mm. um there's like metal shavings in it and stuff but, like <laughs> That makes you, you mad. Um, that grows some hair on your chest, dude. <laughs> it's like uh, metal crustios. Um, <laughs> but uh, but then like if you wanted to get like an ab- like absolute vodka or something, yeah. um, like it costs like thirty euros a bottle or something, or like Jack Daniels or something. But in the states, that's going to be a hell of a lot cheaper. Um, so when when I went to California, um, I bought like a bottle of vodka. And it was the cheapest one that I could find uh, at Target. And mm-hmm. still it was like like 30 CLs, I'd say. And um, it was like... Centiliter? That means 300 milliliters. Sorry. And yeah, uh, I, I wasn't sure what the correct <laughs> unit for you would be. That's why I went with centiliters. Um, yeah, but it's... what what Which unit do you use for like Milliliters. Bottles? Milliliters. You don't use ounces. Um... Often cans will have both, but yeah. bottles of like beverages only have milliliters, and then like cans mm. of ve- fruit, f- vegetables, and beans and sauces and shit have ounces in. All right, I see, I see. So, um, yeah, it was like 300 milliliters, and I paid like 12 dollars for it, uh, mm. which compared to German prices is ridiculously high. So, yeah, not sure about that, but well, let's see, mm. let's see. Um, on another note, um, so I'm, I'm not going to tell you why, uh, first of all, because I'm, I'm not sure if maybe he listens to the podcast sometimes, and second of all, because I don't want to <laughs> spoil anything for you, but let me just say your best friend has contacted me, probably because you gave him my number, so you know that. Yes, I know about this. Yes. 
And, um... <laughs> so... I might have been fucking with him a little. <laughs> so, so, so... Um... I mean... Obviously, we've known each other by proxy for the last years, but we have never really talked. I mean, maybe that, that one time that you were in the car with him and uh, you had me on speaker, and that's like the yeah. one time that we kind of talked, but we've never like talked, talked. So um, he he sent me a nice message on WhatsApp and stuff, and um, <laughs> then it was like... <laughs> he was like... Um, Obviously, already starting a little sarcastic and stuff, just from from the wording, and I was totally digging that. And um, then he was like, uh, "Yeah, so um, could you come like at this and this time? Um, uh, you're at Penn State, right?" And uh, I replied <laughs> with, um, "No, actually, I'm still in Germany. I'm gonna go to University X, Ivy League." Um, uh soon then he was like uh university x name wow we look at me forgetting how impressive you are and <laughs> that was like and that was literally like my one two three four my my fifth message to him and that kind of reminded me of lewis's story with his personal trainer to be honest i was like <laughs> um haha haha you'd be less impressed if you knew how Responded, lol, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> then there was some some chat back and forth, and then um, he asked me if uh, I want to maybe switch to Telegram because he feels a little more comfortable with that than WhatsApp. And he sent me the message today. Um, we gonna do Telegram because I'm a terrible dictator and I hate WhatsApp. And I replied. <laughs> So you want to say I must be a great dicta dictator because I'm German? <laughs> <laughs> but I but I put a JK, I'll install it behind it. So and he hasn't answered yet. <laughs> probably thinks I'm a complete psychopath. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to say anything tomorrow. <laughs> he hasn't but, messaged me like, are you sure you gave me the right number? Oh, holy shit. I mean, let's just wait. Um, but from my experience, um, that that should do it, you know? <laughs> he, he probably knows who he's talking to now. <laughs> I'd say so. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, I was, I was laughing my ass off. I was just uh, shopping at Lidl, actually, and... Um, uh, that's when when I um, sent him the mail with uh, how, I, how I got to this university. And um, I was just standing there like a fucking maniac with my mask on. I was just standing there alone, <laughs> just crying, laughing. Um, because I knew that probably must have been traumatizing for him. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like... I, I don't know. I mean, Canadians seem to be kind of kind of similar, but um, what what I noticed when when I went to the states is that like people in the states are like very quick to to talk to you, like they're not mm -hmm. as reluctant to to make contact as like Germans would be. Mm -hmm. But it, it'll always be very superficial. Like it's it takes a lot of time to befriend an American, <laughs> and to like actually like be real friends yeah. with them. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah which is interesting because it like it's almost it's the same in germany like it takes a long time to get to know somebody but then but uh like in that sense it's the same but they're not just gonna come up and say hi to random people yeah on the street which yeah. is the case probably varies a lot in the u.s too because like i've heard seattle is super super hard to get to know people mm -hmm. um for some reason i've heard it's like one of the most difficult cities to move to yeah, if you don't know it's anybody be it's because of all the opiates there 
Yeah. That's got to be it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's just cracked out of their skull. <laughs> exactly. Um, <clears throat> um, and like Nova Scotia is actually really bad. Yeah. Like for that, like you'll just be standing in line. Someone will turn, turn around and just like start telling you the whole life story about how their kid like came into this world ass first and then like oh <laughs> you play, playing soccer and now they're ahead of the soccer team oh, they're going off to university now i'm like great cool i just needed to get past you to to, to uh <laughs> <laughs> to get my fucking vanilla nitro brew <laughs> i just wanted some gum oh <laughs> uh, yeah no um i was thinking about that the other day because my my fiance she's from from um baden-württemberg so from the state west of bavaria that i'm from and bavaria is kind of like the texas of germany i'd say um it's like a weird mix between texas and alabama i would guess and uh we're like oh man we're, we're so weirdly patriotic for a for for a state within germany um it doesn't really make mm -hmm. a lot of sense and people will approach you in a very weird way that's completely different like different from from how people would interact with you here not even talking about like the north of germany like people they are completely different like in the north of germany like people wouldn't be hesitant to like talk to you but it'll like immediately be very sarcastic and hmm. that's something that i appreciated a lot when i was there um southern germany in general is usually like as soon as they notice that you have any kind of accent that's not from here and that includes like other german states as well as obviously outside of germany um they will already be a bit weird um and they will like not even not even care to like hide their like just bamboozlement in a second that you talk to them <laughs> they're gonna be uh. like oh He's not from here. I will talk to him in a very, very strange manner from now on. And uh, then he's going to talk to you like you're the biggest idiot in the world. Like you're asking for directions. Like, hey, excuse me. Um, Where's where's this nice church that, that uh, I've read about uh, on Google? And they're going to be like, so... You've not been like you're not from here, huh? And they're already patronizing, and you're like, mm -hmm. no, I'm. I I only work here, and I'm talking about my own experience as a southern German, but from Bavaria, not from Baden-Württemberg. So, yeah. um, they're like, you're not from here, huh? And I would be like, yeah, I I only work here. Aha. Uh -huh. Well, how long have you been here? And <laughs> then I'm like, yeah, about six years huh and you've never been to this church <laughs> <laughs> this is like the, like also my in-laws are like that like what you've mm. never seen that you've never climbed the top of the fucking church and i'm like no i i'm like i'm very scared of heights and also no i i <laughs> i didn't oh no that's no you have to do that when you're here and i'm like motherfucker, i'm no, trying I, to i just tell me the directions, man. <laughs> What's up with you? And then they then they would do the same thing that you told me about Nova Scotia. Like they would just go into, ah, you know, when I was your age, the world was my oyster. And then they would just go on to ramble about all that shit and you have no idea what they're talking about. And mm -hmm. um, telling you that their kids were already there. And, um, oh, you know... My son actually got engaged on the doorstep of this church. And I'm like, yeah, man, so where is it? And then they're like, yeah, just go <laughs> down that road and take a ride. And I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> Thank you, I guess. And you leave all confused <laughs> and stuff. Man, I fucking hate it. Um, wh wh what was your experience like? Like, did you, in general, perceive people as friendly here? Or were they just weirded out by you either not speaking German at all or by... That's just because I know um, you from from you no. learning like s particular sentences like by heart and being able to pronounce them perfectly. And then once they <laughs> asked you a question back, you would be completely <laughs> like caught aghast. I stared at them like Homer Simpson. 
<laughs> yeah. Slowly backing um, up into into a hedge. Yeah, into the hedge. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean it was fine. I uh, it was it was kind of like people don't people people aren't eager to engage in conversation with random strangers unless there's a reason to mm-hmm. um and but but whenever i did like nobody was unfriendly about it actually i had a german guy come up to me and ask me for directions once and i was like i'm sorry i'm not from like that was that was like shortly after i came i was like i'm mm-hmm. sorry i'm from canada he's like yeah. oh 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 that's all right then i'm sorry but <laughs> i mean it was it was in german but he was just like oh that's okay like yeah of yeah. course you don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah but like i mean i i i talk to people i asked people for help or something and there was never any like i didn't detect any kind of assholery or like mm. them trying to fuck around with me in any way i think um, what's so yeah i f- think what makes it worse as a as a german is that you can tell like for example here i don't talk in my home dialect like at all i just mm. speak like plain <clears throat> german um but obviously especially the south has like a very strong um tradition of like southern dialects and that's what we're saying we're kind of like texas and alabama i guess and um so what would happen whenever i'm at home actually and i would like say for example my fiance and i we we went to my my parents place like over the holidays right so uh one day we went to the bakery and uh, we were like looking for some bread, and uh, I was telling the the, the employee like uh, in plain German which bread I wanted. And the way that those people who like never seen anything apart from anything in a hundred kilometer radius um, would talk to you then because they are not aware that some people even from around here, don't speak in the home dialect, um, they would talk to you in the weirdest, like, trying-to-be-accent-free, patronizing kind of way. Mm-hmm. And um, they would explain everything to you like you're an idiot. And whenever, <laughs> whenever I would talk to them in, like, the dialect from home, completely different story. And that's so weird, man. Like... That's the one thing that I thought that the US is so much better at just embracing people from other countries. Like, whenever you would talk to someone and they would figure out that you're not from here, um, they would, like, embrace it and, like, be interested. And we'd be like, mm-hmm. so, huh, where are you from? And I'm like, from Germany. And then this guy would be like, haha, Heil Hitler, I guess. And um, <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> thank thank you um <laughs> hi, hi, hi to you too and um yeah it's 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 weird dude um they're so much better that than than we are um even though like we have so many people from like different kinds of cultures and yeah um, i mean you've got yeah. like a turkish people you've got greek people you've got yeah. all kinds of like i mean it's 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 strange to me enough that there's like that much of a divide in terms yeah. of German accents and like yeah. localizations because like I ha- I regularly drive like I don't know 200 300 kilometers a week um and I mean probably more than that honestly and like in 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 several directions like the f- the idea of people not really leaving a 100 kilometer radius of their home is so strange in like a very densely populated like first world country mm-hmm. it's it's just it's funny to me that there is that like little i don't know migration i guess but mm-hmm. i mean culturally it's all different and everything so so and and like canada is canada and the u.s are founded by immigrants so by, by definition i guess like it just is a different perception of people from a different location or something mm-hmm. uh, if that makes sense maybe maybe that's the difference i don't know i don't i mean for us it's definitely because up until the end of the 18th um century um we didn't have germany well they were all different yeah they it, were all different exactly countries so um and and i think because of the colonialization that was going on in canada for example um 
there was like this this like mantle of of um culture like british culture in general just being like spread over all of canada kind of um and for for us it's like even though so that's like man that's that's a whole different story in itself like i'm always kind of weirded out by people being mm, like influenced by 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 history that is like long gone like Mm -hmm. just for example like the the french and the english like (laughs) for obvious reasons they don't like each other they've been at war for the last thousand years um but i'm like well you haven't been at war with you with each other for like well almost a hundred years now and pretty pretty much a hundred years actually and um that there's still this like animosity between those two nations and not just that Mm -hmm. like a lot of other nations as well um well i'm like why 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 is still our generation kind of influenced by that it's totally different when we talk about stuff like slavery and stuff i i totally understand that this is a whole different issue because this still divides like the u.s still like to this day Mm -hmm. Um, and there's been a whole war about it and things have never been resolved and there's a lot of bad stuff happening but when it comes to europe europe has always been this like this weird piece of just like patched up blanket that we have (laughs) that has so many different languages and so many different cultures and uh we've had the eu for decades now and there's still not been any like unification going on at all um Mm -hmm. there's still like the the eastern european states then you have like your your central european states like like germany and france then you have your western states and the southern states um, all of them have like completely different mindsets and stuff and everyone kind of hates each other. <laughs> and <laughs> as Germans, it's always like, man, those fucking insert any Southern European nation, be it Greece, Spain, Italy, whatever, like nations that yeah. have been economically weak f- for the last decades. Um, they are draining us of all our money. And then you talk to Greeks, like for example, the guy I share an office with, he's Greek. And he acknowledges that, but he's also like, yeah, those fucking Germans always patronizing us because they give us money. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's so weird. Like, I, I think that's also why some of the, like North Americans just in general struggle with the concept of the EU. Because it's such a weird concept because you have like, you have like, a, like, a, like an area of a nation, Canada mm-hmm. and the US, that is as big as the EU, pretty much. Um, yeah. But it's one country, right? So the biggest difference you would have is the way that someone pronounces crayon. And Crown. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of it. Ugh. But for us, it's like, we don't even speak the same language. Uh, if you travel more than like, I don't know, 500 kilometers <laughs> west, north, <laughs> east or south. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's super fascinating because... I mean, I, I've kind of said this in the past, like, I feel like the U.S. is actually, like, too big mm-hmm. in terms of, like, a governable body because you've got states, like, California is fucking tiny and it mm-hmm. has, th- it has, what, twice the population of Germany in this mm-hmm. tiny, tiny little shoe-sized fucking shoebox of, pro- of a province, of a state. Um and like just the population of the country is so big and there's so much variation like you said um because like places like texas or utah is completely different than somewhere like wyoming or maine uh, or like new york and then florida is just like this oh it's the fucking cracked cracked in like brother-in-law that no one wants to acknowledge um (laughs) and it's 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 just like it's so different in like this patchwork quilt sort of way that um i mean they, they make it work but i do they really make it work i don't know yeah uh they, they there's been efforts in the past to try and <laughs> try and change that so yeah it's not exactly a good historical precedent but um i, I think yeah sorry, it's just it's, so, sorry just quickly latching onto that i i very quickly have to go take a pee um <laughs> i'm gonna be right back but 
please, please, please hold that thought because I, I got a lot of thoughts about that as well. That's that's really interesting. <laughs> I, I'm right. gonna be back in a second. <laughs> okay. For those who aren't sure what I was talking about, I was talking about slavery. The North and the South. Seems pretty obvious now. I'm back. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so slavery. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Um, no, you, you were talking about how there's so many differences between the different countries within the u.s um yeah but yeah. but 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 we don't like we don't see it that way because we've mm -hmm. been raised for it to be one giant country and like mm -hmm. provincially or state-wise there's like different variation but we don't we don't really see it but in reality i think you could break the u.s like each state could actually be its own country mm -hmm. in a way because they're they're unique enough that is so interesting. So it's way too interesting for this podcast, actually. Holy fuck. <laughs> we might actually get into something here. So um, obviously, just to to make this very clear, because I've seen that a lot of our listeners are from the US. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, there's a Canadian and a German talking about the US now. But but just hear us out. Um, the... the so the impression that I got is that, and obviously, again, that's from like an outsider's perspective, um, is that this big political divide that you have um, is mostly pretty much along geographical lines, right? Like northern states, yeah. southern states. That's also yeah, what yeah. like the, the, the big civil war was about and... Um, it's been it's it's been that way for for centuries actually now, and what I was thinking is that maybe at some point it would actually make sense to say okay, uh, here you go that's like the southern nations and the northern nations, um, and maybe this could could reduce some of the tensions that are there because obviously. There's a majority of people in the northern and southern states that have very differing opinions about everything, like every single thing um, concerning daily life. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I totally agree. I'm also kind of surprised and confused about how that actually works. And it has been working for the last uh, centuries. But um, who knows? Maybe, maybe in in a hundred years' time, um, we're gonna look back at the USA, uh, which is now just the US and A, I guess. Um, and they they divided, and they're way happier this way. Maybe it's like a toxic. Maybe it's like a toxic relationship that that like <laughs> they just need to get rid of. Uh, otherwise, they're never gonna find true happiness and sexual fulfillment. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's. It's not like there haven't been like modern attempts to do that. California, I heard. I, I I don't know the full history, but I thought that there was some attempts to secede from the states and become their own independent country or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's just a myth. I don't know because they mm -hmm. could California of all countries, especially tucked down in southern states near Texas and shit like that, are mm. absolute polar opposites of anything that mm. they each, each other believes in. But like, you know economically like california can stand on its own easily mm -hmm. um and then like quebec in canada quebec wanted to secede mm -hmm. as its own independent yeah, nation that, that i know actually yeah um but we all mm. we all know why that is but yeah yeah <clears throat> but i mean there it actually makes sense because they're literally speaking a different language than the rest of the country um like quebec is i mean i've read this book on because I remember, maybe I originally wanted to do my PhD in Canada, so mm -hmm. um, I, I read this book on on like do's and don'ts in Canada and stuff, which is really interesting. I, I should probably <laughs> refresh. don't stand up on a bar and say I hate the tragically hip. <laughs> I actually I think they're all right. They're all right. I I won't hate on them. So um, I think also the same accounts for Rush probably. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But so one of those things was that I was really fascinated by um, that French and English both are like official languages in all the Canadian states. Um, they're all like recognized as official languages. But 
Quebec has a different order. Like all the other states have English and then French. Quebec has French that's, and then English. There's and one that's an exception to that. Um, New Brunswick is 50-50. Like they're, ah, okay. they're, they're even, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but so anyways, I mean, Quebec is clearly very, very different. I mean, also the French don't want to have Quebec um, because they don't consider Quebec like... Which is France? the interesting side of that, where they're like, yeah. we want to be France. And then the French are like, I don't, I've never seen these people in my life. I don't know them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's quite interesting. Um, yeah. Anyways, I, I think that's a uh, dude. It's such an interesting topic. There's so much more to talk about um, and so much that we both don't know about all that stuff. So everyone listening right now, take with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, Jason <laughs> is clearly very much high on his like vanilla nitro brew right now. And. Clearly, I'm my, I'm, I'm, I got the shakes. Yeah, and I'm uh, at my third drink, which uh, makes me quite a good driver, but a very bad uh, political <laughs> philosopher. So, <yeah. laughs> see, see, I would have, I would have thought it was the opposite. <laughs> All right, well, let's light, let's lighten the, uh, lighten the mood here. I thought of a really great t- TV uh, idea. Oh, sitcom, shoot! I, sitcom plot. Yeah. All right. Do you, have you seen or heard of the show Superstore? I've watched the entire first season, but I'm ambivalent towards the show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my concept for a TV show is kind of similar style, uh-huh. but so you know how funeral homes are <laughs> almost always like family run? Uh-huh. Yeah. So we, we I got started on this topic because I was talking to my buddy last night and we were like... He swiped right on someone on Tinder and he mm-hmm. found out that they are a director of a funeral home. That's at so the age fucking of, hot. At the age of 33. That is so <clears> hot. <throat> Holy shit. I would love to have a hot. That is so hot. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking necrophilic hot. I'm talking, I'm, I think that is such a cool profession. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm not I'm, sure if you're serious or not. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, so, yeah, I understand that you're not sure. I'm a hundred percent serious. I think that is one of the most. We don't have that in Germany in in that way. Um, oh, okay. Because we don't have open casket um, funerals. We don't have that. Mm-hmm. So um, there's like mm-hmm. this whole part of the profession is gone. Um, but I think the way that Americans do it, North and Canadians do it. It is so fascinating. I've watched all the videos from that one guy who was on a fucking... Was it Wired? I think the the funeral director who looks like right out of a movie, who's so charming, who's like... He, I have to send you those those uh, videos. And yeah, I'm, I'm not sure we... I'm fascinated by that job. I think it's so cool. And I hope he, he he's going to hit that. Okay, anyways. <laughs> anyways, so obviously my first question was is she hot? <laughs> yeah. But I I mean, so we got to we got to talking about how like it seemed to me that that was a really young age to be not only working in a funeral parlor but also be the director of the funeral sure. parlor because normally it seems like it's a family business where um I don't know, but everyone there seems like they're in their 60s or older like like nobody starts in a funeral uh obviously that's not true i just don't really Mm -hmm. know have that much exposure to it and i was like it just struck me as really weird and then i was thinking like since it's normally a family business like imagine if there was like a totally independent unionized funeral home Mm -hmm. where like nobody was related to anybody and they all just worked there and um and like you know businesses are always like oh it's more than a company we're family and like they have like all these you know uh, morale boosting like uh sort of like events <laughs> um what am i trying to say like like it's those, a, uh, it, it, it's a different work environment that you would imagine someone being in and it's also very different from what you know normal people yeah like do, team team i'm thinking like team building exercises and corporate events and stuff and i'm like picturing that in the context of a funeral home mm-hmm. and then make it a sitcom in on tv i'm and then just <laughs> I, i'm so, i'm sorry because i probably distracted you by the link that i sent you um 
I think so. Watch the video I sent you. Um, it's from Wired. I remember correctly. It's a mortician. Oh, I saw this. It's it's called Mortician Answers Dad Body Question from Twitter, and it's one of the best. I'm not even shitting you. I'm a hundred percent for real. It's one of the best videos I've ever seen. Like ever. Hmm. It's so good. This guy is like his name's Victor McSweeney. That sounds it, like he's from the. <laughs> he is, like the mortician. He's what you would think like a mortician would be like. Like in every single way, he looks that way. He dresses that way. He speaks that way. He has the name. He has the looks. Like it's perfect. I love that video. And also, I learned a shit ton of stuff that I didn't know before because we don't have that in Germany. But I think. Like, ever since I watched that video and this, like, interview of him, um, I had, like, I didn't, I didn't necessarily say, like, well, it's a sitcom <laughs> idea, but I agree with what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that the way that... the, I, I think you would have a very natural, comedic mm, predisposition already there, right? You would have... On one hand, you would have the whole dead people stuff. That's obviously quite depressing. And you could make some like heartfelt like parts of the episode as well that usually sitcoms nowadays have. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's morbidly comedic. Hmm. Um, everything that you could do. I, I 100% agree. I think that like having a show about... about um, a funeral home or like a... Like a like, Whatever you want to call it, I think it's that would be great. I'm I'm 100 on board. Holy shit! We need to write. We we need to write. On that. We need to. <laughs> I'm send just looking in, at the comments of this YouTube video, and yeah. they're like they're all great. I'm sorry, but this person looks like the the movie character. He has the look, the name, the charisma, and exactly. the professionalism. Exactly. If this guy isn't my mortician, I'm not dying. <laughs> Never I, thought I would have a favorite mortician, but yes, this is him. <laughs> <laughs> also, I love like the the tweet from the thumbnail. Why are coffins so expensive? Y'all bury me raw. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just the, I mean, I highly recommend this video to everyone just to watch. Uh, even if you're like not into the the whole like <clears throat> thinking about that stuff, I get that part. But dude, it's it's such a good video, and there's even a sequel to that. Uh, yeah, and it's like watch both of them you won't be disappointed it's it's for real it's it's really good what did his parents expect him to be when they named him victor sweeney a gardener (laughs) i mean he could also be um a uh barber that kills people Mm. but um yeah that's i think those were the two career choices and uh i mean he could have combined those actually that'd be a like great business but I'm man, definitely watching this after this episode. It's so good. Like, it's really good. And um, yeah. Um, also, there's been another thing that's taken uh, social media by storm, apparently. Uh, Wordle. Do you, you ever heard of that? Yeah, I've done it successfully twice and failed once. Oh, damn. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you have six tries in total, right? Because I'm I've, an idiot. I've done my... F- first one and i solved it in five tries um it was a word that i didn't know um oh really and i purely figured it out by excluding worse options (laughs) and (laughs) today's uh today's wordle was um uh uh crimp crimp yeah yeah and that's not a word that was in my vocabulary until now uh, now, every time I see someone, like, handling paper in a bad way, I'm, I'm definitely going to say, like, hey, why did you put a crimped rim on, on your paper? Was that on purpose? <laughs> I, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> it's, good, good, good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was, it, it was, yeah. But um, see, yeah. I, I think as a non-native speaker, that's actually really hard. Because it's not mm-hmm. like very, very commonly used words. But I think it's also good because you, even though obviously I'm constantly surrounded by the English language, like by the shows I watch or the podcasts I listen to, but, um, and well, 
maybe also the slight fact that I'm talking English all day and I'm having an English speaking podcast. But um, uh, it's yeah. like actively thinking about words is way different, obviously. And um, I, I think it's quite I'm a cool thing. Do it again on this computer. I'm gonna do it again on this computer. Yeah. Now I, that I know the now that I know the word and I'm just going to see if it says anything. I mean, you can just type in crimp and this should be the word. It says genius. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Surprise. <laughs> wow. Call mm. me a genius. But you know what I like about the concept of, of this game? So it's not an app. I mean, yeah, there's apps available that do the same thing. But um, the interesting part about, about the Wordle is that it's it's once per day. So you do once and then 24 hours later you have like, well, the next day uh, after midnight you have the next Wordle to solve. And um, okay, maybe we should explain for everyone that's not aware what, <laughs> what Wordle is. Um, it's, a, it's kind of like a crossword puzzle, I guess. Um, you are only allowed to type in five letter words. Um, the you have six tries so six five letter words that you can type in um for each word that you type in it tells you in green letters that you use within that word that are correct and in the right position and it tells you in the yellow um letters that you used that are um correct within the searched word but not on mm -hmm. the right position so um you kind of have to combine what you found and obviously the best tactic is to go with words with very different letters so um it's it's quite a cool concept and especially for non-native speakers it's it's quite hard because again i wasn't aware with cr what crimping was i didn't know um mm -hmm. so i just went like okay i excluded a brimp doesn't make sense Crimp. Crimp sounds like brimp. A, crimp sounds like a word. Is drimp a word? Is frimp no. a word? Is crimp a word? <laughs> so I just <laughs> went like through all the letters, and as soon as you have like figured out the rest of the word and just need the first one, I think it's quite easy. But that's why I I did like a five out of six score. Um, obviously, there's people that figure it out um, by the second or third try, but yeah. It's yeah, I mean, I just stumbled upon, there was like a news article that's like, here are the best starter words. Um, and so the best one that people recommend is adieu. Like, adieu, like okay, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. yeah a yeah, bid adieu. you adieu. And it says, it's a terrible first guess statistically, but the day that the word is adieu, social media will implode. <laughs> 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 but like, yes. I mean that that was my my first strategy was like oh I should just use as many vowels as I can because that yeah. pretty much narrows it down because yeah. um, I came to, my guess before crimp was crumb like C R U M B oh, okay. mm -hmm. and I was like crumb okay it's not that um, mm. then it was pretty obvious but um, like mm. audio is another recommendation so judging from my experience <clears throat> today I can highly recommend the first weed, uh, word being penis. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. That was the first word that I typed in. The second word was opium. So um, <laughs> kind of opium's not bad. Opium's uh, not bad. O opium's quite good. You have three vowels in there. Um, so um, yeah, that that worked out fine. Um, yeah. No, but I'm really looking forward to doing this like every morning now, like before work uh, on my computer. Um, I think it's actually quite cool. Um, and because it's like single use, you don't have that. Well, like every single fucking mobile game and everything does now, like this addicting factor that needs you to mm -hmm. just keep playing. Um, it's a complete opposite. It's like a it's it's like a brain teaser that you have like once a day, maybe to lift some of the brain fog that you have from like your hangover that you induced the day prior from all the Calvados that you drank. Um, be, be because you <laughs> you realized you really need to, need to get rid of that shit because it doesn't taste too good. So yeah, yeah. Oh man, no, it's it's pretty cool. It gives you gives you a little brain exercise in the morning, and you get bragging rights that your friends are sick of 
hearing about. <laughs> yeah, that's like the thing. It's it's like on Twitter, especially people are just posting their like the the picture that you get in the end, right? With like the the like all the squares and like the yellow and green squares and how quick you mm-hmm. did it. Um, and you have people on Twitter posting like like six rows. Um, so they needed all the tries and still didn't get it right. Um, mm-hmm. And just posting that and being like, oh, I guess it's going to be one of those days. Like, <laughs> you mean one of Does those days? Does it tell days? you the word at the end if you fail? That's actually a good question. I mean, I got like 100% success rate, so I don't know. <laughs> I just, I'm picturing people just have like six six rows of gray boxes and they're like, what's the word? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I bet there's a website that just tells you the word. Cheating Probably. fucks. Probably. Um, one last question before we close this session. Um, have you ever... So, are tapas restaurants a thing in, in North America? Very rare. In big cities like Toronto, for sure. All right. At Halifax, no. All right. I don't it's, think. So, for, for the American viewers... Uh, no, listeners, I always say viewers. We should really make this visual, but no one wants to see my face. But, um, so, tapas are like... I think the Brits and... No, wait, the Americans will call it entrees, most likely. It's like a, it's like an endless succession of entrees <laughs> that you would have. Appetizers, and, more like. And, yeah, and... Um, yeah, probably right. It's like, it's like a, it's like a, usually a tiny portion of something, and you would order multiple ones um, of different kinds of dishes, um, and they would all be like appetizer sized, and um, you can have like a bunch of them. So, like for example, yesterday, so there's like a new Portuguese place in in Ulm that um, uh, has like a yeah, it, it's like a Portuguese tapas place, and I had like fried calamari uh, with like um, albondigas, which is like um, Portuguese meatballs. Um, then I had like a, like a salad on the side. Then I had like um, fucking what was that? I don't know. Oh yeah, like like potato uh, wedges or whatever on the side. And it's like you have like a like an infinite amount of side dishes basically that you all just like alternatingly like eat from. It's so mm-hmm. satisfying. It's so good. And um, to everyone who hasn't tried tapas yet, holy shit, go ahead, do that. It's so good. It doesn't matter if it's Portuguese, Spanish. Like, those are typically the countries where this comes from. It's so good, man. And um, huh. especially the Portuguese stuff. You know, you, like, share a bottle of wine. You have, like, all those different plates. You just keep eating from all of them. And... Um, you just have a like a n- nice old evening without like everyone like having this one plate in front of them and just munching down on that. Yeah. <laughs> and not talking for like five minutes because like all <laughs> all just, you know, completely focused on that food in front of you. Um, it's more like a social experience. It's really nice. I can really recommend that. I like that. That's kind of like reminds me of like um, hot pot um, yeah. or Korean, yeah. Korean barbecue where you like mm-hmm. cook your food. Mm-hmm. Those are really fun. I enjoy that for like social because you, you're you're like interacting and talking about the way you're cooking the food and the flavors and stuff. Mm. And yeah, I like have you, those. Have you ever had uh, raclette? Uh, yes, one time, but like I don't think it was it, it was at somebody's apartment. I don't think it was done very well. Like mm-hmm. we didn't have the right cheese or, or anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, it fine though. It's like a German Christmas tradition kind of. No, it's not Christmas, like uh, New Year's Eve, typically, like mm. New Year's Eve tradition. Uh, it's like, it's like a, you would have like tiny pans and you would have like a, like a mini oven, I would describe it probably as, in the middle on a table. And you would load those tiny pans with all kinds of stuff that you prepared, like veggies, meat. Um, honestly, that's pretty much all there is, veggies or meat. And you... Um, put some like cheese it's typical raclette cheese usually that i don't know what Mm -hmm. it is exactly you put it on top probably like a mozzarella kind of and you like 
you push it into this mini oven and it comes out like three, four minutes later and you have like this tiny pan that like has like, you know, just some veggies or meat like baked with cheese on it. And it's so good. It's really good. But um, what always bothers me about that is like you have those tiny portions. It's like too tiny. With like tapas, it's bigger portions. Like with albondigas, with like those those meatballs that I had, it's like meatballs um, cooked in tomato sauce. And mm. um, I had like six meatballs in there. So you have like a decent enough portion of every single dish and not just like this tiny pan. Also, what we do in Europe a lot is fondue, which I'm not sure if it's actually a thing in, in North America. Um, it, it was a really popular thing, I want to say, in the 80s. Yeah. 70s, 80s, like yeah. cheese fondue. Uh-huh. Um, chocolate fondue is still done, but like cheese fondue, I don't think people really do very often now. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. like usually like you go to a garage sale and then there's just all kinds of ancient fondue sets that no one's yeah. used in 20 years. But you um, know what the, what the classical fondue is? It's, it's just fat. It's just so you basically fry your food. Like that's the classical fondue. Oh. Like cheese fondue is cheese fondue. Chocolate fondue is chocolate fondue. But, um, yeah classical fondue is you put a bunch of like vegetable oil in this huge pot and Mm. you would have like different kinds of veggies and meats and you would um just you know uh have your little like (laughs) like little pokey sticks that you would um (laughs) like poke the food with so that it like slightly and most times not sufficiently attaches to the stick and falls in yeah and then it falls into the pot and then you have like triple fried meat in there and i won't so you're complain. basically just deep frying like on a small scale yeah. at the table exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah but it's real good yeah so it's like all that stuff just came to mind because i was re- recently just talking to my fiance about all the stuff that we're gonna miss from germany and the weird thing is that especially that kind of stuff that you didn't even do on a regular basis came to mind like we're about to miss weisswurst so white sausages that are like very typical oh, you can for get those yeah i was also s- exactly thank you man i was also saying that like you can get all kinds of shit in in in, in the states that that's german right we would probably mm. do you think we could get decent sauerkraut uh sure um yeah actually there's i mean there's all kinds of grocery stores like uh what am I thinking of? Whole Foods and Trader Joe's will have like literally Kuna brand uh-huh. shit. Do, so. do, do they have, could you go to a bakery and get a decent sourdough bread like you would in Germany? Um, yes, depends on the bakery. Uh, again, Whole Foods has an excellent bakery, um, but it will depend. And it also might not be like a German sourdough mm-hmm. style either, but mm-hmm. I've had very good sourdough here. I wouldn't say like they don't have like more like regional ones like Landbrot or like mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. uh, they're all kind of yeah more generalized because that's what everyone always keeps telling me they're like oh, you're gonna miss the German bread so much and I'm like dude I eat bread like maybe once or twice a week like it's not it's not a staple mm. food for me <laughs> like my staple food is chicken green veggies and lasagna <laughs> be honest that's like (laughs) that's pretty much what i live on and um i'm i i don't know i i think maybe if you went to the u.s like 10 or 20 years ago i would think that yes probably then things would have been different like there was less like international food available um yeah because there was still this big push for like american very much quote-unquote cuisine (laughs) um but I think nowadays, like, everything's available everywhere, pretty much. And if you really yeah. crave something, you could still order it online, probably. Or just tell my parents yeah. to just send me a fucking package. By the way, has my package to you arrived yet? I have not seen any any I, uh, signs I, of it at all. I hate, I hate everything, so I'm... I'm so sorry. Definitely. No, you don't have to... Oh, that's You're so fucking Canadian. Why the fuck <laughs> are you sorry for, for a package that didn't arrive that I sent you? So, um... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna look that up. It's uh yeah. I've been telling everyone I know about chicken bones that he sent me. Um <laughs> so I feel like I kinda owe you um 
that that package. I really hope it arrives because it was quite a good package. I I, I really hope you're gonna get that. I um, hope it does. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. Maybe it will. Like, who never never really know things. Things like just get buried under something and it eventually gets found and sent. But if knows? if not, we're trying to because there's like online stores that that kind of sell the like similar stuff to what we sent you. Um, I'm just gonna reorder it from there and directly send it to you, like from okay. the the retailer directly. Yeah. Then, then we should. The only that. the only shitty thing about shipping is that you can't send alcohol legally. Yeah. Internationally. I did, uh, yeah, I didn't. Um, I was yeah, I was thinking about that because I had some of my like homemade beer left. Um, mm-hmm. I might have been like, no, I, no, they would have figured it out. No. I mean, it's not impossible. Like, uh, my former flatmate sent me a bottle of Stroh, and somehow oh. that made it through customs. Oh, Carl? Yeah, Carl sent me Stroh. Oh, man. Like, the Good full full bottle of 80%. It has, it has, like, a airplane crossed out on the back, so, like, you're definitely not allowed <laughs> to bring it on because it's super flammable. Um, and, oh, yeah, man. I mean, that made it through. I don't know if he would get lucky the second time, but... Oh man, yeah. Well, let's see. Um. So, anyways, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna quit this right now. Um. I've been trying to to implement um a little clips of uh of our of our podcast uh, on Twitter. So um, yeah. Maybe if you're interested in you know maybe that's the first episode that you've ever listened to because uh, our tactic of you know putting clips on Twitter really paid off and now we have like an audience of like a few thousand people. Uh, nice. Speaking of which, just by the way, we are almost on the verge of um, cracking a thousand uh, downloads on the podcast. Oh, sweet! Yes, yeah, that's not bad. Yes, we'll do so a celebra- celebratory uh, podcast. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like you mean drinking <laughs> while we're podcast? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that'd be new. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so, oh, fuck, uh, uh, that was a big, that was a big old gulp of, of, of Calvados. okay, I think I'm done with Calvados for today, um, <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, um, again, uh, just a disclaimer, it's possible that this might be our last episode for a while, um, maybe just for a week, who knows how you guys are gonna manage, but as soon as Jason's kid is, uh, um, you know, arrived. Um, it's it's very much possible that uh, for whatever reason that I still don't understand, uh, this podcast might not be Jason's number one priority, and uh, I know. There, I know. therefore it's possible that it's literally just gonna be me like talking for like an hour. I I wouldn't mind. I I I could just talk to myself you could, for an you hour. Probably do it. You're just gonna talk about your research and and about how you think that um we were we were better off with uh i don't know <laughs> you, you know what i think was never done i think there was never a podcast talking shit about papers <laughs> just no, I guess not just just you know grab a grab a recent nature paper and be like the fuck is just that tear it apart why is <laughs> just tear why it is, apart who cares about that shit <laughs> Oh man! Uh, yeah, no. I think if there would be one uh, way to completely destroy my uh, research reputation, that would be it. But um, all right, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. But it'll be to your paper. <laughs> oh man! Fuck you. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate you very, very much, every single one of you. And um, if you got Twitter, um, you know, interact with us at Friends Apart Pod. Um, if you don't have Twitter, get it just for us. That's the way I did it. I only got Twitter for us. So now we have it at Friends Apart Pod. Go ahead, do it. Um, also, thanks to um, fucking, uh, what's it? Yeah, I don't remember its name. Um, that, that website with the, with the like AI driven um, translation one. What's it called? No, 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 no. For the, for the, uh, for podcasting uh what is it called shit i actually don't remember i pushed that totally on the calvados i'm really sorry website <laughs> so um because we've had one episode that was obviously highlighted by uh pot knots i think it was i think it was pot knots 
that was the the AI driven super uh, dreadnought horror software. No, it was yeah, Podnuts, right? So Podnuts, um, I think I'm not sure, but I think Podnuts highlighted one of our older episodes uh, recently. Um, the episode um, "There's Nothing on TV," which was season one, episode sixteen. Um, and gain us like 60 listens on, on one day. So that was actually really, really nice. And uh, so shout out to Podnuts for doing that. Um, that was awesome. Um, we really like your AI-driven idea of spreading the podcast word. And obviously Jason's dogs here with are... My baby. Oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> I think Jason's dogs don't appreciate you too much, but we do for sure. So thank you, Podnuts. Um, and yeah, keep on doing what you do. Um, again, follow us on Twitter at friendsaboutpod or shoot us a mail at friendsaboutpod at gmail.com. Uh, happy to interact with you guys and uh, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.